Hello Black, episode 132. We at it. Black August, you know what I'm saying? Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, of course. Subscribe, patreon.com slash hellblackpod. We back at it again. Come on. See if we got any new reviews. <laughs> we oh. got some... Uh, Black Joy? Some Black Joy, yeah. Let's go. Some Black Joy. I I was I did this workshop. I did a workshop last week, and I was telling people, like, when you have people that uh, like actively engage with your stuff, it's a good feeling, you know, because sometimes you... Especially when we you talking into like a microphone, you, know, you like feel me? It's like you like see the plays and shit, abyss, yeah. but you don't you don't really know like who's just impacting her. I mean, you do because you get the messages and stuff, but it's I know what you mean. Like you're just talking, like who <laughs> who listening? You feel me? If you ain't uh, responding to the joy, like is y'all really listening or or what? And but, it's like <laughs> for what we trying to do here in terms of like I guess combat. The whole divide and conquer method. This could be a, a method of our shot at a you know kind of unifying stuff. Like us all actively engaging in this learning in these conversations together. Uh, especially, you know, I feel like y'all, I don't think people listen to the podcast and always agree with everything we say. And so it's a chance, like, for you to ask questions if you want to email shit, DM on Twitter because the boss said he'll check it. At on Twitter because the boss said he'll check it. Uh, do that. We got to start having those more open, yeah, like more open learning environment type of things. Because with this, with like politics, um, with, with, yeah, with folks would consider politics this type of talking. Uh, what schools and specifically higher learning, the academy have done is to make it to where like, if you aren't so sure of your ideas and other people speak as if they are, like me and you are on here doing speaking, uh, like grounded in what we believe in, yeah. it could cause you to not want to speak up because it's like, oh, I don't want to be wrong. But like, if, it, if something we say on here don't make sense, if you don't agree with it, like, y'all should be able to engage with us. That's what I hope because we're trying to treat this as a classroom. Yeah, I mean, because that's what we say, you know, in our spaces in the cadres. All right, mm-hmm. it's okay to be wrong. You gonna be wrong. We gonna be wrong. You know what I'm saying? But through that process of learning and growing, you feel me? There should be a, a evolutionary shift in, in the way you think. You feel me? And how that shows up. So, yeah. We're here to learn. We're here to learn, grow, and evolve. That's a, that's all we can do. And make those positive changes with our study. Especially thinking about Black August, you know. Damn, maybe we'll. I was going to say. Should we start it off with joy? Yeah, we start off with joy. I was thinking, Black joy. I was thinking how we're going to ask people to do something that we don't necessarily do, but we do it on this podcast. I was going to say, we might not do it on Twitter in terms of like, you know. Actively engaging or tweeting out like, oh, tap in with us. But when we on this pod, <laughs> you know, we here. This is our effort at transparency, at creating spaces for conversations and dialogue and for learning. And so however y'all want to contribute to that, whether it be DMs, asking questions, whether it be on Patreon, asking questions, or whether it be, you know, email, whatever, like, please feel free to tap in. Best place to do that, though, would be Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash pot. But, you know. And if you can't know you haven't already, give us a review. Yeah. Because look at... Like if you can't a, sign up for a dollar or five dollars, you feel me? Sign up with that review. Five star Apple Podcast. Five star on Spotify. Especially... Wherever like, you get your yeah. podcast at, man. That's how we fight back against this corporate gang or conglomerate that runs media. <laughs> if you look at episode 130, the latest one was Sadiq, which y'all should go listen to if you haven't already. It got like... 2,500 plays since last week. 
That's when we dropped it, right? Um, but it only got that's on that's on SoundCloud. I'm talking about SoundCloud right now. Mm-hmm. The ratio between like comments to to listens, like we should at least be getting double digit comments. I feel like yo, y'all spitting, keep up the good work. Something you feel me? Like engage with it, <laughs> engage with it. Cause Cause cause, you can you only it. leave one comment on a podcast? Like if so, like if I no nah, leave sound, one rating, I'm sorry, on not SoundCloud. A rating. I'm in a rating on like Spotify and Apple oh, no, Podcasts. You basically only can rate the whole podcast. You can't rate. I know, but you can only do one rating. Yeah, per. Oh, yeah. Okay. We only got 783 ratings on Apple Podcasts, which is very low, considering how many listens we probably do on there. And then, uh, on Spotify, we have. Uh, one second. This is where a producer would come in handy. But hey, how many? Put it up real quick. They've been doing all the other podcasts. 111. We, we got, got 111. 111. Come on, man! Like tap in. We know y'all listening. We, so. I, we have more than a thousand. We have more than a thousand listeners just on one platform. On, oh, per episode. That is know? a fact. So, can we get those up? If you know you haven't left a review when you're listening to this episode, we only take five star reviews. So if you wasn't going to give it that, you need to edit. You that. can put that in we your need podcast. To cut this part right here and go straight to the beginning. This part right here needs to be beginning. If you know you <laughs> listen to our podcast and you have not left a review, you're listening to this podcast right now and you have not left a review on either Spotify, Apple. Or SoundCloud commented on our episodes, do it right now, please. It'll take just a couple seconds out of your day. Or if you're like in transit right now, hopefully you can remember to do it when you get home or wherever you're going. Come on, we need this. We are combating. I'm gonna tell you what's new, what's new and noteworthy right now. Or was the society and culture on Apple Podcasts? What would ours fall fall under? Society and culture. Society and culture. Okay. Let me tell you what's hot right now. Uh. There's some nonsense on here, man. What the... Serum? Like, bro. Like, when you realize that the CIA actually does run all media, like, this type of stuff makes sense. I'm looking at a... I was looking at the new and noteworthy section. Good luck. They talking about, like, plane crashes... Uh, what is this video art archives? Quentin Tarantino and someone else. Welcome to Provincetown. Power trip. You, me, and Mike. Whatever that is. I don't even want to say these podcast names. But if you look at it, all the top shows at the bottom. Where are you at? You in top shows? Oh yeah, yeah. Crime society junkie. and culture. It's like it's coming from NBC News. It's coming from corporations. Vulture. Pushkin oh, Industries. Oh, yeah. New York Times, you feel me? So this NPR. is what we mean. Like when we talk about corporate control over mass media, even though it gives oh, it's the guys, all white people on this shit. Dude, it's it all is. white people bro. in society and culture. <laughs> it's, it's all white people, and like, is that? Come on, so that's what we're trying to combat right there. We're trying to combat that, and then when you realize this is what's being pushed through mainstream media, you wonder why the masses suffer the way that we do because this is what we're being. This is what's being pushed to us. This is the propaganda. We're, we're, we're forced to engage in practical stoicism. I'm like, man, it's all this. This is interesting, yeah, man. But it's what we up against. So when we talking about rock with us, rock with us. Get that review. It actually it, it do something. It do something. So that's our spiel. Now we're gonna get into Black Joy. Let's read our guest Black Joy first. Let's start off with them before we even get into our own. So this Black Joy is that this person 
recently started teaching kids classes at the jujitsu gym that they that he trains at. So, yeah, shout out to you, man, doing them them training, martial arts training. That's that's important, mm-hmm. especially doing it for them kids. You know, raising them right. So that's what's up, bro. Congratulations. That's the only joy that was shared. Oh, I thought we had more. No, that was right. that was it. <laughs> what's uh, what's your joy? So I spent some time with my mom and my my nana. So that was uh, good to get over there, even if it wasn't for very long. You know, being mm-hmm. able to just check in, see them, and spend some time with them. Uh, you know, I knocked on my on my grandma's door. She's like, "Oh, come in!" But she was, she said my little brother name. <laughs> then I opened the door. She said, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's a surprise!" You know, so yeah. uh, seeing her smile, seeing my mama smile, seeing my siblings and stuff, that was definitely uh, my joy. What about you? I, I got like of the of the same nature. I took my little brother to uh, Berkeley High's football practice, and my homeboy is actually. The head coach of JV, I believe now. Yeah, I think he's called head coach in JV. Head coach in JV and then offensive de- def- offensive line and defensive line coach for uh, for the varsity team. Shout out my boy Owen. Um, like I was telling that you. That boy know, working. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a testament to him and also the lack of resources Yeah, at the school, you know. Because uh, uh, high school coaches, you, what, you, you might get a stipend. Maybe. Oh yeah, I mean they. Well, we definitely I mean, had some coaches that was coaching for free on my team. Yeah, without yeah. question. So you might. I feel like maybe if you like a coordinator, you're getting a stipend, and then everybody else. I'm not sure, but head coaches for sure. Yeah, head coaches for sure getting. But mostly, most head coaches usually work at the school in some capacity. Usually, right? they like a teacher. Yeah. PE. Yeah, like most <laughs> most teachers, most folks uh, work Shoot, at the school. My head in coach, some he was the English teacher and PE, all all that. I can't remember what Zoe was. Zoe was finessing. If he been listening to this podcast, he wasn't too much. He wasn't doing much work. At the, he was strictly football. I think that position was whatever position they gave him on campus was purely out of semantics. Like he was there to coach to win football games. Period. Point blank. Um, he had a little office in our uh, OCI, which is like the on campus. I don't know, maybe it called it intervention, but that's for sure. It was like our holding cell. Um, <laughs> And so he had an office in there, but that's he wasn't doing much uh, student stuff. He was for sure working football. But yeah, spending some time with my little brother. It's wild, bro, because he's about to be 12 next month, but he was like so much bigger than I was at that age. So much bigger than I was at that age. And, you know, I never had no older brother, so I'm like, oh, this kind of cool. Like me and him just playing catch while they're on the field. Hey, so I'm going to see my sister this weekend. She's getting married today. That's so right. congratulations to them on that. Yeah, I don't know. My yeah, I was gonna say my family is me and my siblings are so much alike, bro. Like just be trying to do things on the under. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, but yeah, shout out to my sister. Shout out to all my siblings out there. That's my my joy. That's what's up, man. Also being Black August, which we diving into. Black August has as much as it's a struggle because you are actively combating your colonial conditioning, right? Like being able to eat whenever you want. Um, eating as a form of like suppression, drinking as a form of suppression. Uh, yeah, like Black always just make you like face your shit head on. Like it really will show you how stressed out and depressed and unhappy you are, right? Because it's like you gotta wake up at a certain time so that you can have your food, um, which might be hard for some people who are, might be used to like just 
getting out of bed when they feel like it or shit, have trouble getting out of bed because, again, you're so rightfully depressed as a result of being a slave to capitalism uh, and depending on your Some ethnicity. Different traumas. You feel me? Like, depending on your ethnicity, your upbringings, you know. So it just, it can be both revealing, which can be overwhelming, right? Because it's at one time and if you don't have your tools in place, uh, the healthy tools that one might have, which are uh, the opposite of what they preach in this society, right? What they teach us is to like overeat, to shop, to watch TV. Consume, consume. You know, yeah, just to consume. In every facet. Yeah. And so when you don't have those things because the new Africans behind bars were ripe for it, were intentional with that, like, oh, no, nah, we got to, we got to, we got to, Take off the blinders, for lack of better words, and look all these problems into look. Grab what George said, like grab the bull by the horns. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so, as much as as a struggle, what I've gained from it the last two years is like I realized like how much control I actually have. You know, because like as new Africans, we don't have control over a lot of things, and even though some of the control we have of ourselves is still in response to our environment, like I, I would say like I guess my internal control. That's what I would, you know. Uh, it just shows me how much I have, how much control I have. I guess like over my body at times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where it starts at too. You know, it's being able ha- being able to have control of yourself, mm-hmm. like be able to fight against yourself. You know. Yeah. Uh, that's what you got to do. <laughs> that, I mean, that's what uh, George was talking about. You yeah. know, it's like you able, you got to fight for self determination for yourself and have control of yourself as a individual to be strong you know what i'm saying so it's like that's that's a big part of it you know yeah. yeah i mean you you've been i'll say you've been sober for a year now but i'm I'm sure you have like your things like all right if you feeling a little i'm gonna have some chips or something you feel me like just something to that uh manufactured kind of uh i mean yeah. feelings you know i don't know if it's like joy or, it's because even it's, it's like you yeah, you know i, I get call it, it. it advice yeah, but like, what are, what are like, what are like, you know, like trying to feel, trying to feel something like a higher vibrational emotion. I would say, right? Like, okay, like I'm gonna have, I'm feeling sad right now, so I'm gonna have yeah. this, this chocolate because it's gonna make me feel, you know. Um, and even yeah, though it's like I mean, two in the afternoon, yeah. you know, it was like when you can't, it's like a suppression. I'm not gonna think about why I'm feeling sad, or I'm not gonna look and like really slow down. Or for me, I'll know it. Yeah, but I know. I yeah, I'm sad. So. Shit, I might go to a smokehouse and get me a vegan all week. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's just, oh, I worked hard all week. I'm going to reward myself. But yeah. that's definitely like, that, that's that been, uh, definitely as I stop drinking and being sober, you have uh, more of a sweet tooth. Uh-huh. Or like, that was my thing. Or that has been more of a thing. Like, all right, that's going to be my vice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. And like Black August removes those in a sense. Uh because let's say like you do the fast if you if you do sun up to sundown or even if you do like just the fast in general and you know that you got to wake up the next morning um in time to eat you know you you're not trying to wake up feeling wow you know like feeling like stomach all hurting and all that kind of weird stuff or if you know you you working out to you eating to work that out was, that was that was me the other night yeah cuz i had that uh that uh, Oli, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had that shit. I was watching the movie at like nine thirty. I had probably half that carton. I woke up in the morning, my stomach was hurting. I'm like, I'm in there at six a.m. Muay Thai, like your stomach still hurting. I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, yep, see it. But that's part of the struggle. It's like, all right, shoot, my body showed up that way. You know, 
sometimes usually I'm fine off the Oatly, but my, it's just you know it's sugar. I was yeah. sugar at night. Then you go to bed. Then you wake up at five, and then you go work. Like, bro, you, you got to be more mindful. But that's part of the struggle. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I realize. All right. I should not have it at that late if I'm finna go train like six a.m. And there was in my mind it was like, yeah, you should not eat this right now. But I'm like, eh. A little anxious and depressed. Yeah. <laughs> so I hate it. <laughs> it makes you feel like you, but it makes you, the removing of devices, the structure, the discipline makes you be more present, like you just said, right? And like consciously mm-hmm. think. And I'm fortunate enough to not have no nine to five that confines me like physically to a space, right? Um, well, I, I guess I am confined to spaces at times, but you know, like we, I have a little bit more autonomy than someone who works on like an assembly line or someone who has to door dash all day or if you're like a teacher and you're in the classroom all day. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm, I recognize my 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 privilege in that. Um, but yeah, just Black August forces you to deal with your stuff head on. Like the other night when I was having like hella racing thoughts, is intrusive automatically negative or is intrusive mean like you're not, like you're not... I don't know. I don't want to get into like the depths of the brain. Like it wasn't. It wasn't just all negative stuff. But like, like my brain wasn't quiet. You know, like yeah, you just like couldn't turn your brain. Like, yeah, I just couldn't. Like your thoughts was, are just going bye 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 bye. They might not be negative. In my room. You feel yeah. like it was just so much going on. Yeah. And I think in the not. I think. I know exactly. I know exactly. What you're yeah. About. So I'm I'm trying to figure out because like sometimes that's, you don't have that situation if you go into bed tipsy. You feel me? Or if you go into bed drunk, like your shit is kind of shut off. And so not having, I'm forced to look everything in the eye mm-hmm. or, you know, when I'm so like tense and it's like, I can't even have my CBD cause it's fucking two o'clock in the afternoon. So I can't eat nothing. <laughs> you feel me? Like I can't digest the gummy, you know? Um, and I don't like, like the smoking ones don't have fucking just pure, you know, like they have like TAC in it. Right. So, uh, Shit, yeah, even when you're smoking or even when you when you fasting, you ain't supposed to. Yeah, you feel me? So smoke, it's like you know, it's a it just forced me to like do different things. Like, okay, slow down, take my breaths. I, I just I value Black August, and I hope yeah. I can do better. Like last year, I think something uh, last year what I carried with me was I ended up going sober all the way till whenever Jim's project came out, like October 10th or 18th or something like that, which was the longest I had been sober since. Yeah, you was almost had like a hundred days, right? I was, yeah, I was like at 80 or something like yeah. that. That was the longest I had been sober in, I don't know, since a teen. Uh, and so I'm a, you know, carry, I know I'm a carry going sober with me. Uh, I'll carry uh, probably to around like my sister's birthday, yeah. uh, which would be like the end of October. And then I want to carry, oh, I mean, Black August doesn't ask me to do anything that I don't already do. But I think just having a better relationship to food. Having a better relationship to food. Anytime you take yeah. a pause and like add a, a structure and a discipline into your life, it's gonna show you different things about yourself and different things that you need to work on or different things. Uh, you know, you're able to recognize the positives and different things that you you were doing. You're able to take a step back and also, you know, you might have been in a. I know for me, you can get into, I guess, certain bad habits. You know, uh, but it forces you. That structure forces you to have discipline. With what you were doing, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, definitely in Ramadan, like those, as you fast in, like your mentality is different, and you were also experiencing like the past. You feel me? Like you, you still dealing with like your past actions, your past thoughts, or your past ways of thinking, you know, to where 
when you fast and you have to uh, actively deal with it in a certain different way. Like my mind, you know, first week of fasting, your, your mind is just different. Like it's racing a little bit more. And then you have to figure out ways to to work through that, you know. Um, but I, but it's important because you just become you become stronger after that, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I was thinking, uh, you know, I was reading Soledad Brother, and just I had like a reflection. I'm like, you know, if we if we talk about being sober in ideology, we also got to be sober in thought. You feel me? Because it's like, how do you know what you actually believe in? If he was constantly not in the, you know, in the, in the right mind frame, you know, even though myself, like, shoot, I knew what I believed in, but you don't actively know what you believe in until like that real struggle comes in. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, all right, you was doing this practice of abstaining from food from this time period. You know what I'm saying? Abstaining from water from this time period. You have to actively like combat that. You know, you have to actively combat that, those negative thoughts uh-huh. and... That's where you find out, like, all right, <laughs> almost in like the depth of your soul, like, what is my, what is my being, what actually really matters to me, you know? Because you ain't have food in a minute, you ain't had water or something, you know? Like, the way you show up in the world gonna be different. Like, oh, you might, at least for me, I might get a little angry <laughs> or something. You feel me? Yeah. But I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm fasting. Like, that's gonna mess up my fast <laughs> by getting angry. So I need to be more intentional with how I'm moving through the world. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, yeah. This, this has yeah. When you talk about like beliefs, this has made me question my beliefs in a sense, right? And made me like really look at myself because you know how you can read something, you understand it, and you resonate it. It resonates with you, and then you apply it. At times, you might apply it over and over again in a way that's very consistent, which would make it essentially like your politic and your and who you are. And I'm still starting. It's like the conversation we was having. I can't remember if you was at the at if you were still there at this point on Friday, but just saying we were having a conversation around like, are people are talking about like we're talking about decolonization programs, right? Especially the political education being a, being a decolonization program, what the process of decolonizing your mind really is, right? Starting to think of question everything, like starting to be able to recognize how that shit is really impacting what you eat, what you think, how you speak what you wear, you know what I'm saying? Like, all parts of you. And so I rec- I was able to like, ooh, shit, like, I thought I understood just how much of a grip colonialism had me in, but I didn't. And that's what Black August is showing me. Like, oh, I'm way more of a subject than I thought I was. Like, way more. You know, like, just all the things that I like, yeah, especially around the consumption, you know, like the the lack of control that I have over my, my mind and body at times uh, in the ways that I can be controlling it. Like thinking before I speak, like truly thinking before I speak because that's not what we taught to do here. Especially now, it's like what Twitter has done to us is making us, whatever's on our mind, like everything is just a form board. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not really thinking about what you're saying. Um, the luxury that this has given us that we can just go in there and grab a banana when we want to. That we can just go in there and grab a granola bar when we want to. Like not really actively thinking, uh, just doing stuff in passing because here in the U.S., you know, while we are colonial subjects, slave to capitalism, we do mm-hmm. have our privileges as opposed to the neo-colonies abroad. Um, yeah, so it's like, damn, I thought I knew. And, like, looking at my, looking upstairs, like, damn, you got, like, all this stuff. 
You feel me? Like you got all this stuff. Why? Bro, I just start to question everything. You know, that's, like, that's the first part of decolonization. It starts to question like, why? Why? Like, is this truly my value? Like, what do I truly, truly? What? Well, what's me? What's African? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, and it's just making me question. And that's the answers that's not gonna come right away. Won't come in a month. It's gonna be a part of the process continually. That's part, addressing of, that, that's contradictions. part of that struggle. Yeah, you continually feel me? addressing contradictions. But it's just making me speaking to that what you say early, like your beliefs and your understandings, ma- making me think twice about my beliefs and my understandings. Because yeah. uh, you might read something again and it resonate with you. You might be able to apply it, but are you fully grasping it? Are you fully in the process of... Uh, and that's what Mao says, the true application of historical and dialectical materialism, right? I've been thinking, like, I already brought this up, but am I truly applying this in every facet of my life? Like you can, We can say we know for a fact that Instagram is ran by the CIA, that Twitter is ran by the CIA, and it's all a psych op. Like, how much time should I be really spending on that shit? If we know, right, we know they have the best, the, the best fucking, uh, the best, what would you call it, like, neurologists, the best psychologists, psychologist, yeah. the best psychiatrists on their board, right? It's going to be things going on that I can't even imagine, like, going on subconsciously, you know? And so I have to be very conscious, like, okay, this is what you're looking at right now. You're looking at someone being stabbed to death. You're looking at fucking cats. You're looking at whatever, like you were. You're terrible opinions. This is what you're looking at, as opposed to just passively doing everything. You know, like when I'm out buying shit, like what is this actually going to increase your quality of life? Is this actually, you know? And again, it's not about purity. I'm not going to say that. Like sometimes I'm just going to buy them shoes because I want them. That's fine. Sometimes you're just going to have that only because you want it. That's fine. We're not trying to be pure. We're not trying to be purist. Yeah. This is impossible. It's just about changing your colonial subjugation and relationship to it and being conscious of it. You feel me? That's the point. So that you can say, okay, yeah. now I've done this five times. It's actually being reactionary. Yeah. Not reactionary in the sense like I'm reacting to stimuli, but like reactionary is being the opposite of revolutionary, right? Uh, and so it's making me just, again, be the way, like you said, present. And I look at, con- I look at present as like being conscious, being mindful, being aware, and starting to actively excuse me, to think consciously about everything I do when I, at moments when I can, at least. Yeah. Nah, it, it's just, it's wild how much form of, like, psychological programming, I, we don't even fully understand it, you know, but I, I went to this grocery store that was just opened up recently, and uh, it was my first time in there. And you know how grocery stores, for the most part, like, it's a similar layout. Like, this layout was different. And I was like, bro, what, what's... Like, I almost felt overwhelmed in there. But then it's like so many lights, so many bright things. You feel me? Like, there's a whole psychology about how they organize grocery stores. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went in there to get shit. Faux lemons. And it's like, all right. That's all I wanted was that. <laughs> I literally paid for the lemons. But then they had that little chocolate That's chip cookie. That's my control, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wallahi, bro. They had this little <laughs> chocolate chip cookie right at the end. I said, fuck. And I just worked out, too. It's like, you know, I, I eat either since like 8 in the morning, too. I see a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> my damn, I need this shit. <laughs> I rang that motherfucker up. <laughs> brought my card out again. I had a whole other receipt <laughs> just for that one cookie. I'm like, that's that's some mind control. They put that shit right there at the end. You know, no. It's all by design. All by design, bro. It's random. Bro, that choice was made for me. (laughs) That choice was made for me. You feel me? It's like, ah, all right. At least I only got one instead of four of them. You feel me? Because I would have ate two and a half last night. But shoot, that is a form of 
But that's where, like, we fasting, you become more aware of, like, what are you putting in your body? Like, what does your body and actually why? need? And, and why? Like, why are you putting it eating in your body? Eating for purpose. Like, are you eating? Like, for me, I, I try to eat based off of what I'm going to do. If I know I'm going to work out, I'm going to eat a little bit more because I need that energy. If I know I ain't working out today, like, why would I eat the same way as if I'm going to work out? You know, yesterday I ate a good meal. You feel me? But I worked out really tough. You feel me? So my body needed to replenish that versus just eating, eating, and eating just... From my own consumption, you know what I'm saying? Mindless, that, that's, bro, that's, mindless but that's mindless. You feel me? It's like, <laughs> but that's a part of that capitalist project, and then that's how we reject it is through is through fasting, and you just become more aware. Like, bro, we had we is you feel me? Like you said, we can go eat a banana, we can go eat some fruit, we can, we have running water, you know. But when you fast, now you you realize there's a lot of people shoot, especially like Ramadan's. Like, you got all these dates at the mosque, but there's Muslims who only have two days to break their fast with. You know, so you become aware now of, you know, people who are poor. People who are living in poverty who don't have the food. Which should then who don't have the water. Lead which should then lead to a, a change in your action <laughs> yep. and in your behavior and also in your consumption. Because now, all right, your consumption, your habits is a little different after fasting. Now you might have some money left over. Now maybe that money left over is going to a program. <laughs> you know, now that's why you become more disciplined. You know and, and, and more conscious of your role as a human who wants to see the betterment of humanity. You know, so. That's why I say I fuck with it, because it's able to point out the contradictions within myself. You know, like, and once you know better, you have to do better, or you are, in fact, making a choice to be reactionary. Now I know, like, bro. And I, I can't, and we're not going to be purists, right? We're not no, going to be perfect. Constant. That's why we're I not going to be perfect. No, I'm like, I'm, that's, that's not what I'm naming, but, like, I know I can do a way better. Like I would say, I was probably being intentional in my eating, like once or twice a week. I can double that now, even if it's just like, okay, I know I'm working out insanely hard during the week, five days a week. I'm gonna make sure at least them five days, and then I can have my two days out because you do need to have some relaxation, right? Because the thing about this is, it's also very. I don't care how it becomes your personality, how deeply you believe, it can become super like strenuous and create your this. Your own, like, kind of, like, like, yo. You just discipline yourself so hard that you don't find joy. Yeah, you, you know, know now, yeah, that's now not, you're resentful towards the shit. Yeah. Oh, I can't do anything. All I can do is struggle. It's like, you don't yeah. want that. And that's not that's not real life, because that's not even, like, you, we got to still have those parts of ourselves that need to exist once we seize the means of production and distribution of wealth, right? Like, we still need to be able to have fun and know, like, yeah. what a cookie tastes like and know what <laughs> Oatly tastes like, right? Yeah. And not have these insane uh, parameters and boundaries on, uh, imposed on ourselves, but... Yeah, it is like, making me think, right? Like as much as I work, bro. Like I haven't, I've increased my workouts, right, during the month of Black August. But I was working out like this in July. Why was I eating the way that I was eating? Why? Like what was I actually like? I was doing more harm to my body because I was, I wasn't waking up and having eggs and turkey bacon and uh, oatmeal and a smoothie. Wasn't doing that. I would wake up, uh, probably have a granola bar go out throughout my day, like, that's not, like, I wasn't giving myself what I needed to maintain. Let me piss real quick, I drink a of water. What do we leave off on? Let's talk about maintaining. Like, into, outside what? of Black August? We ended with uh, We're talking about working out. Yeah. And maintaining and eating and 
Yeah, I think the the gist of it all is that Black August is a way to, uh, like we said, like remove all the blinders so that you can see your contradictions clearly. Because between all the TV, between all the food, between just like all the mass media stuff, between all the ways that you can suppress, when once those are removed, all you have is yourself in the real world to look at. And like when we talked about this in, again last Friday, the folks who started this movement in honor of the martyr, right, in honor of uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Jackson, George Jackson, Katari Golden, um, they didn't have those blinders. <laughs> like when you in solitary confinement, when you in these racist uh, internment camps, concentration camps, you don't you 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 don't have the you don't have the oh, I can go get a, a banana when I want. I can flick the lights when I want. I can go take this walk. I can go buy this. I, you don't have that. All you have is themselves and the conditions of a prison, right? And so like when they're able to create these ramifications that will get exposed to us, this backward society. Once you get exposed to it, you have your duty as a human. Like This is about the preservation of humanity. You have your duty to start to just do your part in contradicting that. And that might be, okay, I'm going to do my 30 minutes of working out every day. I'm going to do my 30 minutes of reading every day, all in the name of humanity. You feel me? Like, this is about in the name of humanity as much as, like, yeah, it's a black nationalist thing. It's a pan-Africanist thing, right? But with black nationalism and... Pan-Africanism are about ultimately saving the world because we're talking about Indian imperialism. <laughs> you, know, we, you know what I'm saying? We're yeah. talking about liberating the people and the planet. And so if it's like Kwame Ture says, if I'm fighting for black people, logically, I'm fighting for all people. Right? Especially if we fight for... If we're historical materialists, yeah. I understand the way imperialism is being created, the way capitalism is at the stage that it's at right now. It's all at the expense of the African and the new African, especially in the, the mother colony. Mm-hmm. And, and humanity as a whole, even them, even the Elon Musk and the Bezos who won't admit it, or who, you know, like we gonna save they fucking grandkids and shit too. Can't you, know, you could try to run to the moon, good luck, but you know, like, or for shit, the the rich, the people in their family who ain't rich. Pretty sure some Bezos down the line work, working in Amazon somewhere on that factory line, you know. Uh, he ain't he ain't having that. You used to be surprised. White people do not believe in family the way that we do. Nah, I know, but they believe in uh, their propaganda. That's going. Bezos, so like down the, the, line, the Bezos probably, being supreme. You know, they stop at like first cousin. You first. Know, like, if you're not my first cousin, we not cousins. And so like, that's how they be on shit. But yeah, man, we gotta. This is about humanity, and so for Black August, uh, some of the just as we've been speaking about this for those who aren't clear, you're supposed to fast. Um, Increase your study, increase your exercise, uh, stay away from corporations. Although this morning I did have to go to CVS because I was having an insane allergy attack. I mean, you know, you, stay even away if from you fast stay, food. Even if you stay away from corporations, you, you can't yes. under the capitalist conglomerate. Like, I mean, we're going you, to Safeway to shop. You have to go <laughs> get your food from somewhere. Shop. Even if you go to your local AC at the, at the liquor store. Yeah. At the, the, you feel me? Where are they getting it from? They're getting shipments in from Costco. Yeah. Um, but it's about in ways you can. Yeah. You know, it's about again. But it's, it's not also purity. Yeah. It's not purity politic, right? We, like, if you're disabled and you need you like the only way you can eat is through Instacart and Postmate and DoorDash and these things, you got to use that. Yeah, I mean, the problem isn't technology. The problem is who controls the technology. Mm-hmm. The problem is who controls 
the means of production in a society. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You feel me? The people need to control that. But yeah, like you were saying, studying, fasting, fighting, and training, you know, and all that is struggling internally with yourself. So you make yourself stronger. And then ultimately, once you make yourself stronger, by default, you enter a collective, you enter a cadre organization, you're going to be stronger. You feel me? So that's how Black August, it's about commemoration and preparing ourselves to fight. You feel me? Free them all. Free all the POWs, free all the PPs still locked up. Straight up, bro. Free them all. And, you know, I urge y'all just to think about the ways you can start to unlearn um, things that you can leave behind. Right, the things that you can leave behind. Can you lead? A, should you lead a liquor alone? Is it? Is it stopping you from dealing with you? What you actually need to deal with? Like, you know, are you over consuming? Or are you just consuming because it's there? Like, what do you actually need in this world? What do you actually need? And that's not to say that life should only be a comp. Should be based solely on needs. You're allowed to have wants and desires, um, but we should start looking at what we need and why we have these wants and desires. Who's really controlling them? Why do we like the shoes that we like? Why do we like the clothes that we like? Why do we like the music that we like? You know? Why do we like the movies that we like? And that's how you, you know, if we're talking about freedom, that's how you find freedom. Yeah. You're struggling against yourself. You're struggling against this outer material material world and how it impacts you. Then you're able to decide, nah, this is actually what I do believe in. This is actually what I do like. You feel me? Rather it, than it being just forced down you, you know what I'm saying? And you you being told to do that. So, yeah, it's Black August Reflections. Make sure you also go back to episode 108, you know, where we had Jaleel talk about Black August uh, and some of its origins. So definitely go back to that episode as well as episode 106, where we gave more of an overview. Feel me? Niggas got a catalog, so go tap in with those uh, other episodes as well, you feel me? To, to understand, you know, the significance of Black August and... We should be participating in that. We should be participating, you feel me? So if you ain't participating it ain't too late. this far, it ain't too late, you feel me? Every day is every day, you feel me? <laughs> a new day. The sun rises and it sets. It's always a new day to, to struggle, to continue that struggle. Hella black.